So the holidays are coming up pretty quick. Yep. And uh, one of the things that Sharon and I have learned is that you really want them to go well. <laughs> Otherwise, but, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Or, but you primarily want them to be peaceful. Yeah. So we're going to talk today about how to have a peaceful holiday season and how you can do that. Welcome to the God's Best for Your Life podcast with Greg and Sharon Fletcher. Hi, everybody. This is Sharon, and this is my husband, Greg. Hello. <laughs> and we're going to share some really cool tips and, and tricks that we've learned over the years uh, to have a peaceful and joyful Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday season. Now, I'm sure everyone, if you've been around America for any length of time, you know, you hear that, the you see the word peaceful come out, joyous, uh-huh. uh, all these buzzwords start coming out during the holiday season, especially when people start trying to, to decorate. Peace and, on earth. Yes, peace on earth and, and those kinds of things. And those are all great. And they come from a, a historical Christianity perspective. But Sharon and I have really kind of spent really decades learning about peace and, and how it works and how to obtain it and what God means by it. And we've learned how to apply it to the holiday season. And so if you think about the last few holidays that you've had, uh, especially during COVID and before, yeah. right? Um, peace was one of those things where you probably don't think a lot about it. And then you end up lamenting it after it's the, the holiday season is over or after a particular holiday is over, like Thanksgiving, which is coming up really quick. And you're, you're just kind of glad it's over as opposed Man, to so celebrating... True what happened you end up like oh, i'm so glad it's over i mean it's like those ideas that you go man i need a vacation for yeah. my vacation <laughs> yeah and so you know sharon and i we had we've had uh, we've had our fair share of those and you know we really after a while just kind of went to god and said why is it this way it's supposed to be awesome yeah it's supposed to be something that i'm thankful for right and 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 gracious great i'm grateful and I'm, I love the people around me, or you know, family, or friends, or whatever you have. And then you know, when it doesn't happen that way, and sometimes we just kind of go, "Well, that's the way it is," right? You, that's the phrase these days. It is what it is. Sure. And and God's saying, "No, that is not the phrase that you need to be concerned with. Instead, it need it needs to be what He wants it to be. You know, and He's the author of peace." And we can he, you have know, better. He's the prince of peace, right? Yeah. And so those are the attributes, peace peace, and fellowship and all those good things are the things that he wants for us through not only the holiday season, but every day of our lives. But we're going to focus on these momentous occasions that are getting ready to come on all of us. And I, I think that's yeah. wise because um, it's a, I, found, <laughs> I found it's a lot easier to remain in peace when it's just me, you know, when I'm not having to deal with anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it reminds me of Proverbs 17.1. It says, better is a dry morsel and quietness with it than a house full of feasting with strife. That just so sounds like most people's <laughs> Thanksgiving holiday. It's like sometimes it feels like the Hatfields and the McCoys, yeah. you know. So uh, I think having some some just real practical ways that you can implement the scripture in ways in your life that will help you to have a peaceful and joyful Holiday season, that's our goal for you today. Yeah, and that, I really like the way you put that because, to be honest, God's Word is always providing mm-hmm. for us what we need. And so Sharon and I are here to tell you that God's Word provides for you and your family and, and your holidays uh, in this. And so we're going to take you through uh, uh, quite a bit of Scripture here. So you know, make sure you get a pen and, and a piece of paper out, and you, you can go and do a study on these yourself. Yeah. But it's, it's going to really kind of 
hopefully lay the foundation of your understanding, your expectation uh, that you can have a really great peaceful holiday. Yeah, and and this is going to be one of those podcasts that you will probably want to listen to more than once. Yeah, you might want to like listen to this one like every day or every other day, right on up to it, uh, and because it's going to feed you and help focus you. You know, and there's been several messages in my life where I've listened to them hundreds of times, yeah. just so that I got it down in my in my spirit and it became a part of me. And so we hope that this uh, that we hope this episode is that for you. So we're going to start off talking about a uh, priority, and it's one is that you have to have the right goals. So before you begin, you've got to figure out exactly what are the goals. And and so Sharon and I are gonna we're gonna um, we're gonna share some of the ones that came to mind for us, and I'm sure you'll have some yeah. that the Holy Spirit shares with mm-hmm. you. But you know, the first one that we would say is to be is for you to be Jesus to your family. To, to be a blessing to them, right? And so that's like one of the really important goals is for you to walk into your holiday with the idea that you're going to be a blessing. You're, you're going to be a minister. Yeah. Of uh, You're going to be Jesus in, in, in word, deed, and action to, these, to the people that are around you. And we base that off of Colossians 3, 12 through 17. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read the very last verse, 17. It says, Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So Jesus, or God wants us to focus on uh, doing everything that we do in the name of the Lord. That means that whether we're serving, whether we're sitting, whether we're talking, whatever it is, we're doing it in the name of the Lord. You're, you're giving of yourself mm-hmm. uh, in those moments. That, that that which so what's the opposite of that right so the opposite is that you're taking right, right. you're you're in you're looking focus. for what's in it for you as opposed to you uh, trying to be a blessing to someone else that will get in the way and create issues every single mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. another uh, goal that we have as we go through this holiday season is intimacy with Christ during the holidays and that comes from uh, we draw that from John seventeen three. And it says, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So our goal then becomes to know Jesus in a closer way through the holidays, is to see him better through the holidays. So rather than looking at the holidays as a list of to-dos and things that you have to do so that you have this hallmark moment to impress everyone else, look at it instead as an opportunity to get to know Jesus better. Well, and you're walking through this holiday with Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, if we go back and look at that, where John John was writing about, he says, and this is eternal life, that they may know you. He's talking about that they the may Father. know the Father, right? And the only, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So in other words, there needs to be strong intimacy and fellowship that you're going to walk through every hour of the holiday with him as though he was in your home with you walking and, and, and helping you to make the food and helping you to prepare the house and clean and whatever, all that's, that's going to happen. Uh, all the, all the chores and the responsibilities and the things that, that you're going to be doing them with Jesus through the holiday. And what that does is that that should align you with his heart and, and his intentions and it'll keep you out of the ditch uh, of some of the dishes that we're continuing to talk about of selfishness and, and having the wrong motives and wrong goals. And something else that I think is, is something to remember and just a really cool thing about being in America um, is that Thanksgiving is a traditionally American holiday. 
and if you and even Christmas I, I'm, is is very popular in America, and it's a popular all over the world. And I'm, and I'm sure there are other countries that at least know about Thanksgiving, but both of these are very Christian holidays, and so there's a lot of symbolism throughout all of these holiday season that you can start meditating on and incorporate into your life. Yeah, finding Jesus in all of it. Exactly. Like on Thanksgiving, there are so many families, ours included, that go around the table talk about what they're thankful for at the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, it's a great a great thing that we do. I love that. Yeah, and 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 it helps us to change our thinking and that's an amazing thing about these holidays um is that we're allowing them to be something new and fresh for us to apply in our lives and we can take that Thanksgiving attitude and continue it on. So again, think about it is that you're trying to make sure that overall your relationship with God is stronger after the holiday is over, not depleted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about that, though, because most of the time, like January 1st comes, we're like, whoo, I'm so glad the holidays yeah. are over. That was oh, a lot of word. work. That was yeah. so tiring. Yeah. <laughs> I need a break. Yeah. But what about instead at the end of January 1st or whatever, you're more revived, more well, refreshed. I, I think some people confuse work with, um, you know, duty and stuff like that when really work is just us here doing what needs to be done. You can have fellowship with God in your work. Yeah. You know, and so, and so there is a lot of work to the holidays. There, there really is. And uh, especially if you're kind of the the head of the family, you know, the, the, the grandparents or the parents, and you're having to do all the things for all the people, and mm-hmm. all they're doing is sitting around watching football waiting for the food. <laughs> Where's my turkey? Yeah, we're, <laughs> mom's a when's going to be ready, right? <laughs> You're, 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 you're just like, like I have been up since 7 a.m. this morning cooking turkey for you. So, but if you're looking at it as as God meeting your needs and and be choosing to make you a continent of blessing to the people around you, and then that you're then you'll know that you're doing it right. You're you're yeah. in that you're in that zone, yeah. and it becomes a, an act of joy at that point. It really does. And Jesus was a great example of that. Because he talked about um, being refreshed as he served others. Yeah. And I thought, I, I just, that's a great example for us because he wants that same thing for us to feel that refreshment of the joy of the Holy Spirit as we're serving other people yeah. with his power and his love. And so, you know, we, we, the uh, like I said, another goal is to know Jesus better after the holidays are over. So that's a, that's a great way. If you set off with that goal in mind before the holidays, yeah. you're more likely to hit it than if you don't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and 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 it can happen. God can help help you. He wants to help you achieve this. It's not just about you being better. It's about God providing for you an opportunity for you to grow. Because he, he wants he wants deeper fellowship with you all the yes. time, and he wants you to have a peaceful holiday and for it to be again one of the best you've ever had. That's so you know? true. Uh, another goal would be loving uh, loving fellowship with family and friends. You know, you know one of the things that. Um, is one of the truths in life is you really can't choose your family. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so we have to learn how to love our family, yeah. you know, and, and it's difficult because sometimes, yeah. Uh, well, you can only control you, right? Mm-hmm. And even though you have children, you, if you've had children for any amount of time, <laughs> You know, you can't control them. You can, you can appeal. You can influence. You can influence, you know, and, and then obviously even extended family, you have even less control over those relationships, but you can control yourself. But what, what I've found is when we, when we draw from that intimacy with Christ, we're going to flow in his love for them as well. 
and it's going to color how we treat them and what we're able to, um, how we're able to react to them and respond to them. And they're going to be influenced by his love in our lives. Well, and sometimes the goal is just for it to be better than it has in the past. Sure. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a Norman Rockwell painting moment. It can just be not horrible. Right. I mean, (laughs) I I know that sounds weird, but God is into incremental change and improvement. And so if you're coming, if you're, if your family life has traditionally been pretty rough and, and you know, your guys are all going to get together and you're maybe dreading it, you know, God wants to give you the ability to, to, to expect more from him to meet that. And so one thing is loving relationships, you know? Mm -hmm. And so obviously sometimes those are a process, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe one of the goals is for it just to be better than it was before. Right. And then that's something for you can be thankful for. Right. And you can go, God, thank you that it was a little better, right? It was a little better, uh, or I was able to be more patient and and avoid uh, taking the baits that we talk about in, in our book, Powerful Peace. So, um, Something else, too, along those lines yeah. is um, that just because other people may, may not have the goal of peace mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you have to forfeit yours. That's true. You know, you can continue to, to have a joyful, um, peaceful... Um, yeah, you don't have to give it up. Yeah time even if even if other people are struggling you know so you can still have that quietness and that rest in christ you know regardless of what's going on around you yeah i agree completely so another goal um is to have joyous celebrations you know and and i want to encourage you to to do some some new things this year especially if you're not a traditionally um active holiday participant and you don't normally go look at christmas lights or you don't normally yeah you know, go and, and watch, um, Miracle on 34th street or something like yeah. that. Pick something this yeah. year, pick something, pick something Christmassy, yeah. you know, I mean, it can be just listening to carolers. It can be, I mean, whatever, yeah. go, go volunteer what, whatever's available at the Salvation you. Army, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. <laughs> but do something this year different because you, you're making memories and you're, and you're stepping out of maybe your comfort zone and developing new relationships and new habits. And that, and I think you're going to be surprised at how much joy it can bring you. Yeah, I mean we've we've started doing those things uh, here in St. Louis. We're living we live outside of St. Louis, Missouri. There, there's lots of things, and uh, there's a, we have this thing. Uh, we have a, a, a place called the Botanical Gardens. It's basically a big garden, but it's really nice. But in the in the Christmas season, they light it up with lights, mm-hmm. and it's really pretty. Now, mm-hmm. uh, usually most of the time when we go, it's bitter cold. <laughs> it's Midwest in the I winter. I mean, it's there are times where like it's really cold, right? <laughs> So we used to let that be a deciding factor on whether we win or not. And, you know, what we've started to do is really just to let, we, we figured out how, how do we get past this, yeah. right? So, you know, we, we learned how to dress better, right? Mm-hmm. We, we would put on warm clothes. We also, they sell hot chocolate there. So we would take, we would turn buying hot chocolate into part of the experience. Yeah. And then, you know, we walk nice and slow through the whole thing and it takes 45 minutes to an hour. And, you know, it's become something that we look forward to, yeah. even, even the getting dressed thing and it being the cold, yeah. you know? So as long as, and you're granted, there's a, there's that saying that we, we learned from what, the Norwegians, yeah, from the Norwegians <laughs> that there is no bad weather, only bad clothing. <laughs> And and we laugh about that, but it's so true. You yes. know, I mean, you imagine they they live in cold weather. <laughs> so what are they going to do? Just uh, stay in their beds all all winter long? Yeah, yeah. No. So they, there's a lesson there for all of us to 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 learn how to overcome our difficulties and quit giving ourselves the excuses to get out. And because what's happening is the enemy's stealing 
from us. He's stealing yeah. those yeah. memories, stealing those opportunities. And so, you know, quit making excuses for why you yeah. don't do these things. Instead, uh, lean on God and, and tr- start coming up with solutions. I guarantee you if, you, if you pray and you go, God, help me come up with a solution, he'll tell you what to do. He yeah. may even provide it. Yeah. And then you got to get on the train, right? Yeah. You still got to step up and make it happen. He's not yeah. going to put that extra layer on you himself. Uh, you're going to have to... <laughs> He's not going to put your... Yeah. He's not going to zip you up. Yeah, you, you're going to have to wear <laughs> socks for a change. And, uh, and hey, hey, <laughs> I'm not insinuating. Well, maybe I am anyway, but the, you're going to have to wear socks and gloves and whatever. And then you're going to be able to get out and have those special moments, uh, with, with the people and, 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 and it's going to be powerful. It is. Meaningful. It is. And, and to be honest, that's why we're doing it. Right. And it, and it may not be perfect, but it'll be fun. It will. To be honest, <laughs> the, the less perfect ones. Uh, are are really a lot more fun to to remember. They are. Hey, remember than, that time yeah, when the perfect ones. <laughs> it snowed and we yeah. couldn't see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Gary Small used to say: if you want to build your relationship with your family, go camping. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Well, then the next goal that we're talking about is, is building relationships. So again, we're setting out in the beginning to do these things before. Yeah. We're not leaning on the circumstances. We're setting out before to do it. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're suggesting that building, the goal would be to build a relationship with someone that maybe needs some work. Yeah. Right? And it could be your neighbor. You yeah. know, it could just be making cookies for your neighbor for Christmas. Yeah, that you just want to, things to be a little better or a lot better. You yeah. Know? It doesn't yeah. have to be, I love, I love how you brought out that it can be incremental steps because mm. I think sometimes we think, oh, it has to be some grand thing, but it doesn't. No. And sometimes those smaller steps are more permanent. And, and are, are more meaningful because they are permanent. Yeah. So the next thing is to uh, transfer traditions to the next generation. Yeah. So, I mean, I imagine some of you have some traditions. By the way, if you don't have any, start. Yeah. Just find it's some It's never things. too yeah. late to you start. You can adopt whoever. You can adopt ours. You can adopt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, whatever. it could be as anything. It could be that you're going to start, you know, that it, for a couple hours, you're going to play Uno with everybody or you're going you know, to get a couple of decks of Uno and everybody's going to play yeah. Uno and have a good you're time. You're going to serve at a soup kitchen this year yeah. for Thanksgiving. So pick some out and, and make sure that, that you do that. It could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, but, but pick something out. Uh, maybe you ask the people around you, hey, say I'd like to start a tradition. Anybody have any ideas? Yeah. But again, you're, you're, you're doing it on purpose and then do it and then enjoy it, mm-hmm. you know? And then, you know, uh, what we like to do is at the end of all the holidays is we'll go back through the holidays and then kind of reevaluate yeah. and go, okay, what worked? What didn't work? What could we improve? Yeah. You know, we always have that. We actually have that as a perpetual uh, list in our uh, calendars, yeah. our digital calendars. And then, yeah, we and then we put notes in that calendar mm-hmm. and to remind ourselves what to do, what not to do, mm-hmm. uh, so that we improve and we get better. Uh, and it's not that we're all organized and and all that. Just we've, we just found it works. Well, and we got tired of <laughs> we got tired of losing what we learned. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's so true. Oh yeah, I forgot we. Yeah. Oh, we wish we'd done that better this year. And then you know, obviously, we like to keep Jesus at the center of all of it. You know, and so we try to make sure that we we bring Jesus into the conversation of whatever's going along. And, and we're, we're reminded in scripture to kind of do that in Deuteronomy four verse 10, it says, remember the day you stood before the Lord, your God at Horeb, when the Lord said to assemble the people to me that I may have them hear my words so that they may learn to fear me all their days that they live on the earth and that they teach their children. So always choose those moments to say, Hey, you know, this, we're here because of Jesus yeah. And we're here because he's blessed us yeah. and we need to be thankful and always bringing glory back to him mm-hmm. and just making sure your children understand that because they're going to take it with them. 
They're going, and so every time you get a chance to to draw it back to Jesus, they're going to adopt it, whether they seem like they absorb it or not. I'm telling you right now, they're they, absorbing it. They do. It. They, they do. do. They do. That's and, a promise and it's for me, you. And it means something to them yeah. when they think about it, because yeah. they have these special uh, moments with with your family, yeah. you know, and then they'll try to recreate that in their home, you know, whatever the traditions are that you you pick up, and if they all point to um, to God, then it's going to draw them into a closer relationship with him as well. about some goals that uh, that we might not want to have yeah. you know because our goals will reflect our priorities so we need to make sure that where we're heading is actually where we want to head and and one of the things is as we were kind of giving you scripture for a lot of the goals that to, to shoot for earlier you know the ones that we choose for ourselves God's under no obligation to help us with like when we have our own personal stuff yeah, that he, or selfishness or yeah, whatever. He doesn't necessarily get on board He's with like, those yeah, things. like, yeah, I'm not going to help you with that <laughs> yeah. because it's not good for you or and, for anybody else. And when that happens, you're using, you have to use your own strength, your own resources, and, and what and usually happens, that's why you end up being depleted after mm-hmm. the holidays are over, is that you probably were not leaning on Jesus. Yes, or the goals that you had may not have been the ones that he had for yeah. you. And you so, so, so you end up kind of running out of gas. Yeah, exactly. So some, some goals, and these are some, there's no, I mean, I'm, I'm not certainly, I'm certainly not perfect. We know that we've, yeah. and, and so we're just sharing with you what we've struggled yeah, with. Yeah, what we've learned. And, <laughs> what and we've learned the hard way sometimes. Yeah, we've, we've drug our knuckles on the ground, and so we're just sharing you with you our path. Yeah, don't do this. Don't yeah. go this way. You know, and the first one we want to share with you um, is uh, a wrong goal would be that everyone does what I want. You know, I have this hallmark image of what Thanksgiving's going to look like. So everyone has to eat at my house. Everyone has to eat the food that I like. Everyone has to um, bring what I tell them to bring and cook it the way I want to it. look a certain way. <laughs> Everybody's got to dress a certain way. Yes, yes. You know, the music has to be a certain way. Yeah, temperature in the house has to be perfect. You yes, know. just to make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so the, and then the, the another one would be that the dinner arrives at a certain time you know mm-hmm. and i know it i understand the complexities of, of cooking a large meal and you want it all to kind of culminate in this crescendo where the everything comes out of the oven at the right time and and it's perfect and everybody's going ooh and ah and that's that's great that's a lot of pressure it is i have been cooking thanksgiving meals for decades decades yep. and i i mean they're pretty good i have to say they're oh, yeah, pretty they're good they're pretty good but they're never perfect no, there's always something there's, that, <laughs> it's always something that's underdone or, or I overdone. Forget or, something. I something. Oh, I forgot the rolls. Yeah. Or oh, I forgot to yeah. make this. Napkins. Or, oh, there's no napkins. Oh, there's no, and I'm, I am, I am. Greg could attest to this. I'm really bad about drinks. Yeah. I will never serve drinks. Yeah. For some reason, napkins and drinks <laughs> napkins don't make it drinks. to the table. You're lucky if you get. But that's okay. <laughs> Maybe that's my job. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, so it, I have to give myself a break that it that it 
and and if I put myself or if we put ourselves under such a big heavy magnifying glass mm-hmm. that it has to be perfect, otherwise we failed. We're gonna miss the joy. Well, and, and you go, what am I trying to do? Who am I trying to impress? Impress, yeah. right? What am yeah. what, what is my real goal here? Because that's just a manifestation of a deeper issue. Oh, so you know? true. Mm-hmm. You know, um, are you, if you're trying to serve then it's it's not going to be a big deal if, yeah. if things aren't perfect because you're just you're just wanting to bless people. Yeah, I mean if you're looking for accolades or for people to ooh and ah over how well your house is decorated or the the how well your food is prepared, that's an internal insecurity. You yeah. Know? Now it's turned over to you gathering your love and acceptance from others and not Jesus. Yeah, know? and God wants better for you than that. Now, I would contend that if you're serving out of love, that it's going to be even better I than agree. if you're serving out of the need. Completely agree. For, for that acceptance. I believe I believe that when yeah when you're when you get your love and acceptance from Jesus, He'll bless what you do. Yeah. Your food will taste better. It will. When you're it focused really on Him and His love, than if you're worried that people aren't going to like what you make. And I'll I'll be honest with you. God helps me to cook. Yeah. God will help me. Hey, don't forget this. Or he'll remind me, yeah. you know, we need to, so-and-so would really enjoy if that. You're walking in the Because you're, lo- yeah. you're walking in love with yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And he will make, he, so he will literally make your food taste better. Yeah, I agree. And and you're going to be joyful and enjoy it at the end of the process. And it's going to be so peaceful. People are going to love it. People are going to be drawn to you and to your home because of the love of God there. The, the, the fire of the spirits there, you know. Warming yeah. everybody's heart. Yeah, I mean, a few more of these goals. And, and, and let's let's read a few more of these off because there's all the, the pattern that we keep talking about. It's like how I want things or where I want things to be, uh, with whom I want things, like who I don't want around me or the, the food that I want or um, prepared the way I want the it. Right or, or the right way. The right way there's my all, mom used to do yeah, it. <laughs> although there are, there are some, I have some strong opinions <laughs> about uh, sweet potatoes. Just saying. <laughs> But, um, but, uh, or that everyone, the last one that, that we put on here is everyone appreciating you for what you've done. So if yeah. you, if, if you had the ability to look at our list here and if, if you go back and, and write them all down, you'll notice a common pattern mm-hmm. and that common pattern is that it's all about you. And that's, that's something that we have to say. And you've taken your eyes off Jesus and you've made it about you. And there's a lot of people that go to great lengths and expend a lot of energy and, and money to create uh, this experience and and to make it only just about them. They've lost sight that it was really supposed to be about Jesus and serving the people around them, and they've made it into something that they're gathering their sense of belonging and importance about them. And then when it doesn't happen, because it won't, they, they, they're, they're disheveled, they're, they're, they're broken, they're disappointed, they get angry. And then they lash out. Yeah. The expectations yeah. of of approval and acceptance and love and adulation um, aren't, aren't met the yeah. way that they wanted it, you know. So, so, so let's look here at the scripture. The script, again, we've we got to go back to scripture because yeah. that's what's really going to change it, right? So this would be one that I would recommend that you, that you write out on a piece of paper or type it up and print it out. And it's Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. So let's read this nice and slow. Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ, if there is any consolation of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affliction or compassion, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, 
but with humility. Consider one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interest, but also for the interest of others. You know, God, God's not saying don't take care of you, but he's saying make sure that it's more than you. Yeah, our you plans know? are never more important than our relationships. Yeah, And I think is. that's I think that's the key there. You know, and, it, and if this kind of pricks you a little bit, you know, don't take any condemnation from yeah. this because we have all, oh, yeah. every single one of us have done this. But we want to share with you that it doesn't bring peace in your life. You're not going to be happy. Even if you get everything perfect, it's not going to bring you joy no, it'll because be, it's it'll empty. Be, it'll be hollow. It will be. It's, it's hollow. And, and, then, you, and then the enemy uses those moments when it is hollow to chip away at you. And to to extract a price. And we don't want that for you. We want you to actually have a joyful, fulfilling holiday season. Yeah. You know, so you have to let the, the ideas of perfection go. Yeah. You know, and the ideas of that it's all about you getting it all perfect. Otherwise, no one's going to have a good time. That's absolutely not true. we want to talk about the tools right so god always provides us grace you know provision to 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 do these things and so we want to talk about some of the tools that you can use to help guarantee that you're going to do this right that you're going to that this is going to be the best holiday season that has ever happened to you or your family so the first one we want to kind of suggest is prayer now I know a lot of people are going to go, oh, yeah, of course I pray. No, I mean, really. I mean, like, you're turning the TV off, you're turning the phone off, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're prioritizing the ability for you to actually sit down and communicate and fellowship with God. And so let, let's look here in Ephesians 4.29 and Philippians 4.6, right? Let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth, but if there's any good word or edification, according to the need of the moment, say that so that it give grace to those who hear, right? So we're, we're talking about praying and not complaining. And then in uh, Philippians 4, 6, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So instead of complaining, pray. And, and it, let's say something happens, right? Some weird thing happens. And somebody says something weird, and you kind of get a little upset about it. Go to the bathroom. Give it to Jesus and ask him to help you. Pray. I mean, like, pray. And and watch what happens. God will show up in that moment, and he'll clear that he'll clear it. And he'll, he'll power, empower you to not only forgive that person and move forward, but to bless the rest of the evening. He will do it. He will do it. Absolutely. And like an example of that would be, um, oh, oh, is Aunt Gertrude coming this year? Because they're always 30 minutes late. Yeah. You know, something like that. Rather than complaining about it, just say, okay, Lord, I just give that to you. And I'm not going to say a word about it. I'm just going to do what I need to do and not worry about it and trust you with it. And um, I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. You know, it says do not be anxious about anything, but but in everything by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. 
So just share it with the Lord and, and you keep a good attitude. You just let it go. Because you're, you're focused on it being the best holiday ever. It can't be the best holiday ever if it's filled full of complaining and, and judgment and all those things. Yeah. Another thing, another tool to use is to serve out of the abundance of love and grace, not control others out of fear. So Galatians 5.13 says, For you are called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not turn freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. So if you're going out of your way to be a, a servant for your relatives or for your friends, whoever you're having over or wherever you're going, you know, that's what's one thing that I love about Greg is he just jumps in and he serves wherever he is. I mean, he's even gotten up after Thanksgiving and he'll do the dishes. I mean, it's, it's very um, encouraging. And when, and it's what I've seen happen is he'll get up and he'll go, well, I'm going to clean the kitchen for the ladies since they've been cooking all day. The other guys will be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's all go. (laughs) So all the guys will get up. And and then you see a few ladies go, what just happened? (laughs) They kind of go, what? I know, but it's, but it's really a great attitude. And that's just an example. You don't have to do that example, but that is an example where he's going out of his way to on purpose to serve. And it really produces such a great sweet spirit in the home when that's your attitude, because it's not making it about you. You're making it about helping other people and blessing other people. Well, that's what Jesus did for us. He came to serve, right? Yeah. He washed our feet, Mm -hmm. you know, he wants, and he's told us to do the same thing for each other. So the, the, the next tool is peace. Now, we talk a lot about peace, and if you've been around us for any long time, you probably uh, are very familiar with listening to us talk about But peace is, is not just the, the absence of, of discord. It's not just, you know, fluffy bunny rabbits. And, and it's, it's, God's, it's God's tangible presence yeah. and his provision. And it's really it's a very large uh, topic. Uh, and, and we wrote a book on it, if you're interested, it's called Powerful Peace, but we, which we recommend. But the it, but we want to talk about this is you want to have peace be with you, not strife. Yeah. So a lot of times, though, people are not focused on creating peace. They're just they just kind of wake up and strife. And what I mean by that is they'll they'll kind of have an aha moment when they suddenly realize that the home is. The, the, the atmosphere in the fun. home is not fun and it's ugly and whatever. Yeah. And then they don't know what to do. Right. And they don't know how to get out of that. And so if you, but if you keep peace being a goal and a tool at the beginning of it, you're more likely to hit it than if you don't. Yeah. James three sixteen tells us where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. Another version says where jealousy and self, uh, where strife exists. Yeah. You know, so that's what he's talking about there. When he's talking about jealousy and selfish ambition, there's just, there's strife yeah. and every evil thing. So that's, that's the result of having the, your focus on yourself and what you want. Yeah. You know, but when you go out of your way to serve others, like you were talking about earlier. That so, so what happens, kind of so, so how do you handle, like when you find yourself in those situations, cause it's going to happen, you're, you're going to. You're gonna have a moment where strife's in the home, and what I mean by strife, it's like every is like this angry undercurrent, and you're like, and eh, you just want to flee, right? So, how do you handle that? How do you how do you get out of that moment? I mean, and that that's how can we? Because some people may not have read Powerful Peace, so we have to let's walk them through that. Well, first of all, you admit what's going on. Just take take that moment, like you were talking about, go to the bathroom and say, okay, Lord, there's strife here. I'm, and really, you can't control other people, but you can control yourself, and you can get back in peace immediately, instantly, because it belongs to you and Jesus. So you just take that moment and you confess it to the Lord. Um, it says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Yeah, from James you. James four seven. Yeah, exactly. So you just go in that in, in your own little private moment there, and and you could do it at the dinner table. 
I mean, you could just put your head down and just have the little conversation with God. God, I submit to you. I want your peace. Please forgive me for being selfish. Please forgive me for being jealous or whatever it is that I've, that I've got and stepped into. And, and, uh, I just give that over to you and I resist the devil in Jesus name. And God, I thank you for your peace in my life and what Jesus did for me. And as you refocus your understanding and your mind and your heart, that peace is going to fill you up and it's going to overflow into the rest of the day and yeah. in the rest of the room. It really does work. You know, I mean, that, that, that path works and it works every time. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's, that's how you get out of it. And then you can kind of start again, right? You can start uh, heading down uh, that road again to try to you know, have the best holiday ever. Uh, another thing we wanted to bring up also is uh, taking responsibility without having authority leads to frustration. So and so, what we mean about that is is that having an opinion or or trying to get involved in a scenario that's not yours is only going to open up the door for strife. It's only going to open up uh, only open up frustration for you and create trouble because it's not yours to, to have authority over. So if it's if it's your home and things are going on in your home, you have authority in your home. But if you're in someone else's home, if you're traveling for the holidays, that's not your home. So you really can't go in there and start having an opinion about everything and, and, and making trouble. You're only going to create strife. And also I think trying to make other people happy when you're not in charge of other people yeah. can lead to a frustration. Yeah. Again, you're not you're not in charge, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. and so and so then when you're not in charge, you have to be more graceful, more forgiving. You have to overlook things. You mm-hmm. have to let go, and and so that's really important that you that you remember that. Now, if you are at home and you're in charge, that doesn't mean you can just do it willy nilly either, because that doesn't necessarily produce peace. Well, that's not love. Yeah, that's not love. So again, we're we're trying to get out away from the flesh and the things that that these these reactions and stuff like that, and start being more purposeful about it, and and that really makes a, a big difference. So using the wrong tools as we've discussed, leads to the wrong goals being accomplished. Yeah. So we don't want you to have strife, but we want you to have peace. Yeah. The devil has a plot for your holidays, but God has a plan. Amen. Doing it God's way, using his tools, will guarantee the devil's plot will fail and God's plan will succeed. So, again, we're going to meditate on the idea that this year's holiday season, Thanksgiving and all the things in between, can be the best that it's ever been. And that's a promise. That's a that's God looking down at you and saying, "Yes, yes, my children, this is the best year yet." And I want I want to do that. And so I want to plant that seed. Sharon, I want to plant that seed in your heart that this could be the best year yet. And if you'll walk in peace and you'll walk in love and you'll let these things go and and make sure you have your right goals, your right priorities, and you're using the right tools like prayer and forgiveness, it really will make a mm-hmm. huge, huge difference. And then take time after it's over to reflect and write down some things that you maybe need to work on next year or plan a little better, get a little further ahead, and, and also be thankful, right, and start paying attention to the, the things that are going right. Remember, encourage the, 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 the things you want to you see uh, do more of. And, and, and so those, cause that way they'll grow and they'll become more in in your own life and in the life of the people around you. And, and I'm telling you, God will show up if you're, if you're leaving room for him, he'll show up. Yeah. And I want to encourage you also to have an attitude of gratitude. Whenever you are spending time with family and, and someone does something nice for you, like they make you a nice meal, or even they just bring you a cup of coffee, be very thankful for that. You know, Greg mentioned something that the things that you want to grow, you're going to magnify. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to 
focus on. And that's the same thing. If you want other people to continue to walk in peace and walk in love, you're going to magnify that and, and really show genuine appreciation. And I think it means so much to the hosts. Yeah. Well, let's pray. Let's pray for the people in their holidays. God, we just thank you that uh, you love us and you sent Jesus for us. And uh, because of his perfect sacrifice, your grace and your and your your spirit are available to us. And so, Lord, we just pray a blessing over those that are listening to this, that, that you would bless them in their, in their holiday season, that you would give them the best holiday season they have ever had, or that they would walk in your presence and your peace, and that it would become a great season of revelation as they're fellowshipping with you, and that stressed relationships would improve, and, and, and new traditions would take root, and, and, and just an amazing time, Lord. Lots of pictures, lots, lots of memories, uh, that new bonds would be, would be built, and it'd just be the best season ever, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we thank you guys for spending time with us, and uh, we really appreciate uh, when you do this. We also appreciate it when you share uh, this podcast with your friends and family. I know that you can do this. You can you can share this podcast with people in your sphere of influence because everybody needs the best year ever. And so please share this with some people. Encourage them because there's a lot of people that need encouragement right now. Yeah. You know, the holiday season isn't always merry for people. And so, you know, it's a great way for you to pump some some positive Jesus uh, into people's lives at, at a crucial time. And so we thank you if you do that. Also, we encourage you to check out our other resources on our website, gods-best.com. And uh, if you want to check that out, we've got lots of stuff that's free and uh, articles. And, and uh, that's where you can find uh, a lot more things that we're doing. And uh, we also just, uh, we just, again, pray a blessing over you guys. We just appreciate all the good feedback. Reach out to us on social media and, and connect with us. We want to hear what God's doing in your life. We want to hear about that it was the, a, a great holiday for you and what God did. And uh, I'm Greg, and this is Sharon. Hey. And we know that you can have God's best for your life, and we're here to help. <laughs>